you from Anchor uh, for the sponsorship. So, again, we're going over the famous couples from fandom, geekdom, what have you. First on our list was... Well, it's not exactly a couple, but he did go through a lot of relationships. Some of you may know him as the architect of, of destruction. destruction. Ted Mosey himself. That inglorious bastard Ted Mosey. <laughs> Ted Evelyn Mosby. <laughs> Teddy Westside. Teddy Westside. T Dog. <laughs> Yo, T Dog, you're in the wrong classroom, bro. <laughs> oh, then that one episode he he couldn't remember how to spell professor. Oh my god. And he was yeah. looking for that other student. She was They're helping all just him out. Like, yeah. It was no. that one person in particular she was doing. She was nodding and shaking her head <laughs> to, towards. Um, but yeah, uh, so if any of you are familiar with How I Met Your Mother, which hopefully a good portion of you are. Um, hopefully. If not, you're going to learn something a bit special about. Hopefully we get you interested in watching it. About the main protagonist, Ted Evelyn Mosby. Young boy from Ohio. <laughs> yes, <laughs> young. Okay. Um, well, he was when he left. Oh yes, that's true. So poor little Ted, looking for love all over New York. He's trying to find the one. It all starts when his best friends Marshall and Lily get married. Well, they get <laughs> engaged. they get engaged. Gets him thinking about it, and thus begins his. Very, very long search for love. And let's just say that most of his relationships weren't quite all that's cracked up to be. Oh, my God. No, he had some straight up like, Ted, what the fuck are you doing? Like, let's start with some of our favorite here. Karen. <laughs> Karen, his first girlfriend from high school. That's so bizarre. And... <laughs> <laughs> Some of you might know if you've ever seen the show or if you do watch it and you come across the Karen character, you might recognize her from that, that 70s, 70s show, show. Yeah. Hot Donna. Hot Donna. But in this case, unlike there where everyone loves her, everyone besides Ted hates her <laughs> in How I Met Your Mother. She's the worst character, I swear. But. So uppity about everything. She was his first girlfriend. <laughs> it was his first real girlfriend that he actually like really had any strong feelings for right yes i would yeah. say so yes that was i mean she was also like his college girlfriend too so yeah it was all the way from uh, like i think it was like towards the end of his high school life through college and some while they were living in new york um but she was just the worst i think she brought out the worst in ted straight up snooty uppity person that you can think of she was better than everybody else at least she thought so and she would always cheat on him, right? Yes. And every time he walked in <laughs> on her when she was cheating on him with someone else, the dude in the bed would just go, Sorry, bruh. Sorry, bruh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was probably, I think, his worst relationship. Well, no, had. I would say that and Zoe. Oh, that's another one that's like, why? Like, they definitely did not belong together. They were complete opposites. Like The only thing they had going for them was that they're just both physically attracted to each other. Yeah, but that but is But other not than that, it's like, it was like a bad sign from the get-go. That is a bad base for a relationship right there. 
You, you gotta have more than that. So, they meet because he was shaking up the building that was about to get turn, torn down so they can build his skyscraper. The Arcadian. The Arcadian. Uh, the rat-infested, snake-filled <laughs> Cockamouse. With the cockamouse. Who said anything about snakes? <laughs> <laughs> um, they meet from there. Uh, she then finds out that Ted is actually the architect leading the project to tear down the Arcadian. She then hates his guts. They fight. But during... Somehow. Magically. It was during that Blitz episode, right? That's when they actually started to build like their relationship yeah. with each other. Because uh, he finds out that she was supposed to spend Thanksgiving with her stepdaughter. But the stepdaughter didn't, didn't want to spend time with her. Spend yeah. time with her. She changed her mind at the Gee, last Gee, I second. wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> and from then, they build up that friendship, which then becomes the relationship. And they would always argue about, like, everything. But it was just so, like, it wasn't even, like, a funny arguing. Like, I would literally watch that and be like, why? Like, just break them up already. Opie off, like, stupid shit, too. They couldn't agree on anything. What's for dinner? What toppings of pizza? Really? Hamburger pizza, Ted? I mean, come on now. It was just, Zoe was the worst, just hands down. The only thing, the only good thing to come out of Zoe was the captain. Oh, captain. <laughs> ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. <laughs> well, it turns out, actually, uh, the first greeting for the telephone was supposed to be ahoy. <laughs> How do you know that? Uh, Big Bang Theory. Oh, wow. Alexander See, Graham you learn Bell. other things. <laughs> Watching um, old fun shows. Yeah. But, yeah, um... They were just, just not meant for each other. Even when they're talking about Lily and Marsha's relationship because how they always agree with everything, they couldn't even agree to say that the other couple agrees. They're even arguing about that. But see, I and see, this is where it always, how much I hate Zoe was. Remember Janet? Yes, the crazy Janet one. Janet was still more watchable than Zoe. Because and Janet was straight up Well, you just insane. knew she was insane. With Zoe, she actually straight up double crossed him and stabbed him in the ba- stabbed like, him in the back. Bitch was crazy, but like was pretending not to be. At least with the other one, you knew she was. You already crazy. knew she was crazy. It wasn't gonna last. That was amusing. And well, at the end of uh, the Janet relationship, he even tells Marshall and them that, oh, oh yeah, I knew she wasn't gonna be the one, but still, I mean, he just wanted some fun. fun. Yeah. But with Zoe's case, because early on. Uh, Zoe does. She gets that recording of Ted badmouthing his company yeah. that he's working for. She says she'll delete it. They date for what was it like months in the show, something like that. Months, yeah. They got pretty serious. They're like doing all kinds of stuff together. I mean, well, as serious as they can be. Ted Mosby always gets serious, and then it's like way nah. too quickly. And then right at the landmark hearing, boom, whips out the tape. It was always there the whole time. I was like. Damn, that's so messed up. Zoe was the worst, you know? I mean, out of all his relationships, I think she was the one that I absolutely just hated the most. And what's so upsetting is that when you finally do get to meet the mother, and she's, like, super cool, super amazing, and you only get her for, like, five episodes. And it's like, seriously? But, I mean, other than Tracy Morgan, TM, (laughs) (laughs) other than her... There were some good ones in there, too. Oh, yeah, Victoria, for example. I love Victoria. The butter cake, uh, <laughs> Buttercup Bakery. Buttercup Bakery. Buttercup yes. Bakery. With the little snowflake shoes. 
<laughs> oh my goodness, Marshall would not let that cake go. He always apparently wanted... it was really good cake. He's like, bro, he's like, my stomach doesn't always agree with me, but like today, it's like, I don't know what it is, but it's super <laughs> delicious. Just keep dropping that down, gullet alley. <laughs> and then he was calling when he was trying to figure out what her name was or where she was from, how he calls their friends Stuart and Claudia, right? Oh god, yeah, another terrible. <laughs> <couple>. <laughs> It's funny because everyone in the in their whole gang was always comp- saying how Claudia was the settler and Stuart was the reacher. Yes. And Stuart saw it the complete opposite way. <laughs> but why the hell am I with her? This shrew of a woman. I could be with some hot chick like that. I know, right? <laughs> I think Stuart had it right, though. Claudia was a shrew. Oh, yeah. She was. Oh, but then at Barney and uh, Robin's wedding, uh, he was there with another woman. Yeah, didn't they, like... Yeah, they go over that because Lily was going over that whole thing with the, with the wedding present. Yeah. So she tells Stuart, like, okay, fine, for your guys' marriage, I won't say anything to Claudia. And then she hears the shower going on. She's like, well, tell her I said hi. Oh, that's not Claudia. Then closes <laughs> the door right in her face. <laughs> oh, my God, no. Stuart did right. But yeah, was um, super mean. Victoria was super sweet, very down to earth what set them off first because they had a few times they're going at it victoria really was like i think i think in their original like plan if the show hadn't gone on yeah victoria probably would have been the mother because i mean what what set them off the first time was because she got accepted to that bakering uh school uh, in germany in germany yes and during their long-term relationship um, while he's waiting for a call from her, he goes and cheat cheats on her. Well, with tries Robin. to cheat with Robin. And then he loses both of them. And Robin is probably the most controversial one like throughout the whole thing because he's always been like super obsessed with her like throughout the whole show basically. I mean, like Robin as a character, she's she's funny, she's pretty, she's smart. You know, she's a very complicated woman. What she meant for issues. Ted, mm, that's very debatable. I mean, you can even debate whether she was really right for Barney, too. I, I mean, it kind of made sense a little, in, in a way. In some ways, yes, but in some ways, no. Because then it was like she was trying to change all these things. About him, when she already knew what... She was friends with him for so long and seen the way he operates and everything but he does. But at the same time, it's like, <laughs> is somebody really going to marry Barney? The Barney that, you know, lies to the women barnacle. in order to sleep with them? It's like, come on now, something's wrong with Robin. Like, we all know this. Well, that's why. Well, I mean, she, it was very uh, evident that she had really big daddy issues with his Barney's. Uh, yeah. That's, that's his, that's his that's name. That's his right uh, MO right there, yeah. Daddy issues. Daddy issues. Yes. Always suiting up. <laughs> it's going to be legend. Wait for it. Gary. Gary. I mean, technically, yes, they both had daddy issues. It's just. Different kinds. But one actually <laughs> deals a lot with the daddy issues just on other people. Oh, like that one episode where uh, Katy Perry uh, guest starred. Oh, yeah. And he went home with her. She's like, who's your, who's daddy? your daddy? I don't know. <laughs> poor Ted. And that Barney. was Barney for that one. Yeah, I'm just saying poor Ted overall. Just overall. And then the one person that he, that he was actually about to marry ends up leaving him at the altar, Stella. For her Robin, basically. For the one person that she was always in love with. I'm talking about Stella. Yes, but I'm comparing Tony oh, okay. to Robin. 
Gotcha. Cody was Stella's was Robin. Was her Robin, yeah. yeah. That was it. Like, But they had her, already had it. a kid together. And what really struck me is, like, even afterwards, how they went through all to do their own thing, how the wedding bride came out. I'm all like, <laughs> like really, bro? He was always, like, nice to you, though. He and was, you, this yeah. Is how, this is how you treat him? Like, oh, that's jacked up. Yeah, that was pretty funny, though. Jed Mosley. Jed Mosley. <laughs> Uh, then you hear that you hear it uh, towards the end of the Wedding Bride movie. Like, did you just say Ted? Take that, Ted Mosby. <laughs> like, all right, I definitely heard it that time. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I mean, you had so you had Karen, you had Zoe, you had Stella, Stella, Robin, Tracy. Finally, Tracy towards the end. I mean, there was a ton of other ones in between. You know, there was that one time he went on the double date twice, seven years apart. Oh yeah, oh, no, I forget the blind that girl's date. name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. I think her name was like Lindsay or something. I don't know. No, right? It was Jen. It was Jen, it was Jen. yes. All right. Yeah, they straight up did a whole lap around New York City. Around Basically all the singles on the same date twice, yes. Um, yeah, that's some real crazy ones. There was Natalie. Oh, the Krav Maga instructor. The Krav Maga one. No, she was just taking Krav Maga. Oh, she was just taking the class. She classes. was taking it. Oh, never mind. It's like, yeah. really? You're going you're gonna to mess me up on my birthday again? What's so funny? I'm not effable. <laughs> What's funny about that actress is that she was actually in Friends, too, but she also gets dumped on her birthday. <laughs> I think she just has bad luck with her she birthday. Just, those roles, man. Who was, she dumped, who was she dumped by in Friends? I can't remember. I think it was either Joey or Chandler, maybe? It sounds like something Joey would do, but I can of also course. see Chandler doing it, too. Chandler is always so awkward, though. Poor Chandler. Well, it's funny, because transitioning, so after the Ted Mosby of it all, Oh, no, when it comes to Friends, yes. Yeah, the, the right up next is going to be Friends. was probably the most iconic, iconic couple of a couple sitcom ever. Ross and Rachel, R&R. Oh, my goodness, what kind of roller coaster were they on? It was, I mean, to me, honestly, like, Ross was just not good for Rachel. Like, I think he was so, like, scarred from his first divorce. <laughs> How many divorces did he have? I mean, I think on the show it was like three. Like three of them, including that first like annulment yeah, with he, Rachel. He got married to, of course, he had Carol, yeah, and then Carol, who turned out to be lesbian. Who's that other one? Emily. It was Emily. That was like the probably the shortest I wedding mean, they had. He said the wrong name at the altar. Come on now, and then yeah, so three divorces, right? Because then he had yeah, to he had to divorce Rachel. Rachel, too. yes. I they think he, get he tried annulment. to do that one as an annulment, though. But, yeah, I mean, he got married three times before he ends up finally being with her. Oh, but, like, he always had that, similar to, like, with uh, Robin and Ted, he always had that obsession with Rachel ever since they were young. Because, Sue, I remember, and I remember this because I know this show so damn well, he was in love with her from high school. Yes. From high school, throughout college, and even into adulthood. Even when she was still engaged with Barry... He still had the feelings for her. He was still into her, yeah. Like, it's just Ross was just, I don't know. Out of all the Friends characters, Ross was the worst. But they were on a break. (laughs) (laughs) See, now every time you say that, it reminds me of something else, but. Well, that's something different, but that came from then, too. Of course, yes. Now it just has different uh, Now there's two meanings to it. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I mean, they're. And then that, that one episode where uh, Rachel does find out about them, that was such a long chain and string of events that uh, the information had to go through before it even reached Rachel. It's just, 
I mean, like I said, Roz to me was like, yes, Rachel was kind of entitled. She's kind of a princess, but that was her whole growth through the show was to mature and become, you know, an actual woman and not live off of daddy anymore. Ross was just like... I don't like, think he ever actually changed, really. At least not that much compared to how he started. No. He was pretty much Ross stayed the same, Ross huh? started as like a crazy neurotic guy. He ended as a crazy neurotic guy. People just learned to put up with him more. Oh, my That's favorite it. times was uh, when he was being um, uh, talked to by like the HR at the university. Oh, my God. Because of his uh, anger issues. The sandwich <laughs> incident, yes. The sandwich incident. He just went off on that guy. He's like... <laughs> This is not good for my rage. <laughs> that little puzzle bills. <laughs> then he's looking at the apartment. He's looking at the apartment that's across the way from Monica and, and Chandler. And yes. Chandler. And then he sees them through the window. And of course, like the president or something from the university is there checking up on him. And of course, he just. And then he goes shit. off because yeah. he sees his sister and his one of his best friends getting it on. Get off my sister. <laughs> but you have to be honest with you. Monica and Chandler probably were the better couple out of that whole. Oh, yeah. Yes. There was a brief time that uh, Joey and Rachel got together, too. That was just weird. To me, that was really weird. Cause I don't think she ever really, like, got into it as much as he did. Yeah. Uh, probably said that one was a little bit more one-sided, but... I think at one point, yeah, she one did like him, but it was still, like... Uh, Not as much as really what she was giving the feelings no. for with uh, Ross. No. But yeah, that was a roller coaster in itself, right there. But see, <laughs> they both going back to how I met your mother. They both did the same thing, like between like Rachel and Robin. They dated people within the group. I think that's how a lot of it happened. Oh, there was that one episode. Please tell me in what friend group is some girl just going out with every guy in the friend group? Because that is awkward as fuck. I know it's been a while since you were in <laughs> high school, but. It's actually pretty a lot more common than you think. Oh, well, the girls I was hanging out with, they're not doing that, so I don't know what's going on in the schools today. Oh, so much shit's going on in the schools, so you have well, no idea. It's been a <laughs> long time. Ugh. Um, what was I going to say? Then there was that one episode where Ross actually almost hooked up with uh, with Phoebe. It showed what had happened like before everything. Oh, yeah, that was supposed to be like before... Like before stuff. Rachel ran in through their Back lives, when it was right? still like yeah. uh, when the central uh, perk was, uh, where it was, what was it? A bar? Pool hall? I just remember pool table. Cause they got that was the pool, table. the pool table. Yeah. I don't remember if it was a bar or a pool hall, but it was one of the two. And yeah, Rachel, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ross and Phoebe. I would have, I mean, I would have minded Rachel and Phoebe, but. That would have been a nice show for everyone. <laughs> Even Carol. <laughs> For that, we'll have to watch another show. Like, even Carol would like that one. <laughs> but I think, I mean, I just, I don't know. Maybe I am out of touch. No, it's the children who are out of touch. Oh, this, this has just gone so downhill now. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I'm so glad I don't have to deal with this anymore. So at least we still grow up off, like, like after, like, TV with, like, the Disney stuff where they actually taught us issues. I mean, I don't know. How much I actually learned from these, but you're a crazy <laughs> one to begin with, so let's not go there. You can't just say that. Wow. But speaking of learning, our next one, so our next couple here, ties into the very first episode that we did with the Wizarding World, Ron and Hermione Granger. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, are they cute together? Yes. 
Is Ron kind of a doofus? Yes. <laughs> Did we all see that coming? No. No, because, I mean, <laughs> the whole build-up from it was... It, it honestly always seemed like it was going to be Harry and Hermione. Harry and Hermione, until those later ones. And the funny thing is, because in the books, too, uh, J.K. Rowling, as she was first writing them, originally, in her mind, it was supposed to be Harry and Hermione who get together, and Ron ends up dying. She ends up killing them off at some point. But, due to personal stuff that happened in her life, she decided to change it, keep Ron in, and Hermione and Ron ends up getting together, and then she pairs Harry with Ron's sister, Ginny. Ginny. Um, which was also out of, like, left field, too. Out it's of like, nowhere. <laughs> First he was in love with, uh, what was her name? Uh, Chang. Cho. Cho Chang. Cho Chang, yes. Cho Chang. Out of Ra- nowhere. Ravenclaw house. Woo! Out of nowhere. Or Ravenclaw. Um. <laughs> I guess maybe it's just all that time he spent with the Weasleys. Maybe. I mean, because, well, she always, uh, Ginny always idolized him. Because he was yeah, but then she the grew out of lived. that, you know. She grew out of it a little because Forgot she was dating their friend, uh, Dean Thomas. Well, she also dated everybody. <laughs> she was, oh, she was a little <laughs> Hey, she was just living it up. You can't judge her. Um, I'm I'm completely for her liberating to date whoever she wanted to date. Okay? That's fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but Harry is like his first big crush really was Cho Chang. From Ravenclaw House. Who just happened to be in love with Cedric, who she never got over. Well, I think at that point, that came, that just came down to timing. Because she kind of liked Harry, too. But uh, Cedric, he asked her out first. Of course. And then that whole seven guy was, just really ruined was, everything. That, that's the original plan. <laughs> then in the Order of the Phoenix, she was conf- conflicted with her feelings for him because he liked... She liked Harry, but she still had feelings for Cedric. She never quite grieved over it. And then in the books, uh, even more drama happens because there's one time for Valentine's Day, uh, Cho and Harry go to um, Honeyduke. Was it Honeyduke? There was some cafe in the in Hogsmeade that they went to. Uh, it wasn't the. Um, it was the. I think it was some sort of like cafe Hogs- specific for them. <sighs> Hogsmeade was it. the village. Yeah, yeah, but you're talking about where they would go to get butterbeer, basically. That was right? the three broomsticks. No, I think oh, it was. No? A, okay. I think it was a separate cafe that was meant for the couples. Oh, I don't remember. Because it was that. for like a Valentine's Day thing that they went down there for, but um, Cho was actually a little jealous of Hermione because of all the times and everything that they'll spend with each other. So when she tries to bring it up, Harry's oblivious, says the wrong stuff. So then Cho gets mad at him and takes him like there. <laughs> Like Harry, you idiot. I mean, could have just. Chilled. I mean, it was the whole pointing to like those. Everything was pointing to having those two be together. Yeah, to like Harry's gonna be with Hermione, and then it was like nope. In the last couple there, in the last couple uh, well, books, the last three movies, books, yeah, it all um, went to. It's just like oh, so we're gonna do this instead. It's like, why? <laughs> You're like, but really, Ron? Are you sure? Okay. Even Neville, after the change he had, would have been a better fit, but. Neville ended up being with Luna Lovegood. Um, I think I read somewhere that no. No? He actually ended up marrying somebody else that I in can't think of right now. Well, in the movies, they had him with uh, Luna. Did they? Yeah. Oh. And then for sure in the movie, at the end of uh, Deathly Hollows Part 2, I believe. It shows them together at mm-hmm. the end? He uh, he kisses her during during like uh, part of the battle. Oh, during the battle. Yes, but I think 
at the, I can't remember if it's in like at the end of the, like the epilogue, or if I read it maybe in Pottermore, he actually ended up marrying somebody else. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> they would have been super cute too. I mean, super dorky. So adorable. The dork who grows up to be a stud, and the girl who's always been doing her own thing. I mean, Neville was a, wow. <laughs> Neville really grew into himself there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just on a quick little side note, that's funny because, so, I don't think you've ever seen the show Impractical Jokers, right? No. Well, there was one episode where they go to Universal Studios, the one in uh, Florida, the main one. Oh, uh, the big, the big and, one? Yeah, the big one, the cool one. And <laughs> uh, one of the guys, Hugh, Brian Quinn, he actually uh, knows the Neville – the Neville character, uh, the actor. actor, so he calls him up, and for one of uh, for his turn, he has Neville Longbottom go and do his turn at, for one of the rides, and all the jokers are telling him what to do, and he had to do it. Wow! If you can look up, I'm look it have up. To, it's so funny. That <laughs> Neville really got handsome. <laughs> that was the biggest surprise out of all the for Harry everyone. Potter movies. <laughs> was that uh, of how much he had changed? Well, he was the biggest change Neville of all was, of them. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my change like that to happen. <laughs> oh, I got bad news for you, pal. <laughs> um, you already went through the change. Unfortunately. <laughs> it, wasn't the, it wasn't the right magical transformation I was hoping for. I mean, take that up with your... Genetics, God, I don't know. Yeah. Just blame everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever you want to yell at about that. <laughs> I'll yell at you later for it. I had nothing to do with you. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. All right. I did not make you how you are. Well, I mean, don't give me that look. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, going a bit further back than um, what we what we've normally talked about thus far uh, comes from a show called Angel, which was a spinoff from Buffy, Buffy the, the Vampire, Vampire Slayer. Slayer. Yes. And Angel. There was a particular couple that we wanted to talk about. It was uh, between Fred and Wesley. Well, they never actually got to be a couple because they put her with Charles. With Charles. Her Which and Charles ended up getting together first. But it was like, there was so much more in common that she had with Wesley. It just, I don't know. I think it was like that Harry, uh, the Harry Cho and Cedric thing. One just acted first. And yeah, that's how but it, it was like, you know, it always just left Wesley to pine after her. And it was like, yes, he moved on, but I think kind of. no matter <laughs> what, he always <coughs> wanted what Fred. He, he always wanted, wanted to be with Fred. Yeah. And he went down a pretty dark road there for a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, he got too. super fucked up. <laughs> he became his own, like, vigilante hunter. He was. Deal. I mean. <laughs> What's a rogue demon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, went, he just went batshit crazy. I mean, he did do a lot of bad stuff. And then what was the name of the, uh, from uh, Wolfram and Hart? Layla. Layla, yeah. Yes, that whole Layla thing, yeah. Just <sighs> the name of that co- of that corporation was evil, Wolfram and Hart. Yeah, Wolf, Ram, and Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Some ancient, evil ancient law firm. shit going on over there. <laughs> but I mean, I think, I mean, it couldn't have been, honestly, it could have been worse because they were heading towards that angel and Cordelia 
Yeah, or at least for his show of it. Yes, they were totally aiming for that, and I was like, ah, I don't but know if I really want to watch him with Cordelia. But then a couple times, I mean, they threw Darla in the mix, too, for a oh little bit. Oh, my God, Darla. Yeah. When she finally died, I was like, hallelujah. Like, I God mean, damn it. Kill that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, just get rid of her already. Nobody wants Darla anymore. Except Angelus. Well, yeah, but Angelus is a whole other thing. <laughs> He's a whole nother animal. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Angel without his soul. Those are, I think, were probably my, my more, one of my more favorite episodes. They were good. You know, honestly, I really like the goofy episodes. Like when they turn into a puppet. Yes. That <laughs> one. <laughs> and he tripped off the like the main guy. He's yeah. like, wait, what the hell are you? He becomes a vampire puppet. That's <laughs> all crazy on him. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> At that time, wasn't Angel dating the werewolf? There was that one girl they had helped. I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name, too. But I think at the time he was dating her, and before the spell worn off, he got all scratched up from their uh, special time together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you're so funny, Dion. Yes, I'm sorry. But anyway, so as we were talking about Angel. Um, now, this comes down to, like, especially when the uh, – relationships that you actually love the most, right? Between yeah. Angel and Buffy. Buffy herself. I just, this is why I could never get into it as him and Cordelia, because we all watched him. The rest of us that watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer were just heartbroken when Angel left Buffy. So it was like, just, I was not going to watch him with Cordelia. Like, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, because I know, I just know that, uh, because how well everyone had reacted to Angel, that's how he got his own spinoff series. Oh, yeah. But, um... Yeah, I mean, then he was he was everything. He was that dark, broody. He was super handsome. And it was weird because it was one of those things that for Angel and Buffy is where they both loved each other. They, they both deeply cared for each other, but they just didn't quite work that well together. No, they couldn't work well together because no matter how much he loved her, he couldn't be with her. Yeah. We all know how he lost his soul. Yep. <laughs> and it's the same thing that would have happened um, if they were to continue on. When she kept doing her thing, he kept trying to be the righteous champion. But they were never going to work out because they just no matter how much he loved her, he just couldn't be there for her like he wanted to be. Nope. They just couldn't have a complete relationship, and that always tripped them up. Like, it's so sad. It was very tragic, though, because, <laughs> yeah. I think she loved him so much. I mean, technically, I mean, he was, like, her first love. Literally, he was. Yeah. She might not have been his because, I mean, he's been around since the Middle, a like middle Ages, oh, right? Of course not, but I think he was, she was <laughs> definitely the was one Darla. that he probably <laughs> felt for the most. But yeah. And seeing Buffy and Angel were as, like, a, who are we talking about? Um, like then there was also Spike. Oh, my God. Yeah, but Spike was, I think Spike didn't necessarily love her love her not the same way that angel did anyway. no i think for spike it was just like spike had no soul spike was just like it was, it was just there just because yeah. it was fun he was he just liked her a lot <laughs> like not not that he just liked her a lot he just wanted her yeah maybe just because uh he knew angel wasn't gonna wouldn't be able to actually have her so he's like let's let's give this old butter boy a shot here did his own thing. Yeah, but I mean, Buffy could never really. I don't think Buffy ever loved Spike. 
so I think for me that's what it came down to she just wasn't into it like he was into it yeah so I think she was just always because <laughs> it was always for Angel Angel I mean yeah she had other boyfriends in between but anytime Angel came back she was just like Angel like like uh, who are you again um th- like we're talking about I'm, I'm Angel's the one I want <laughs> that's that's the <laughs> one like, I want wait a minute Angel's here I need to go see Angel like they just could never like, let go of each other. oh yeah sorry uh, I can't go out tonight I'm uh washing <laughs> my hair Angel come pick me up <laughs> <laughs> no Angel was probably already outside of her window like a creeper. I know, he, he moved quicker that way. Of course, but he was kind of kind of stalkerish, I guess. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He was just handsome enough to get away with it, you know. So it didn't matter. I mean, let's not get like too Jeanette. deep into that. He was like 200 and something years old, and she was 16, so. <laughs> Technically great. <laughs> well, let's could have been. Let's not go into that. <laughs> I mean, he was about as stalkerish as like a... Uh, like Jeanette with Ted. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. <laughs> Tying back into that one, but um. No, it was. It reminded me more of like a. It was like Twilight, like Edward with Bella, but yeah. better. <laughs> that, I see what you mean, but it was yeah, still like, like that same kind of like I'm gonna watch you sleep. It's like the even fuck if you? like all right, so even <laughs> for that one, he would just tell her like his like teenage age, but he's been that age for. However long. God, I remember. Even I, if you go off that same premise, Angel was an adult. He was like in his like what mid twenties at the time when he was when when he was when changed he was to a vampire. Um, I Darla think she was supposed him. to be like early twenties. Like yeah. in his early twenties. So either way, it's <laughs> the math doesn't add up. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Even if he stayed like in that early twenties, that's there's still a line there. <laughs> I mean, it's not like Edward was that much better. No, at, I mean, at least Angel was. You to know. me, he, to me, uh, the Collins was just little bitches there, uh, compared to when you have oh the God, vampires. No, like Twilight Angel vampires were the worst, honestly. Um, you had vampires like the ones who Angel and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You had like Lost Boys vampires. There's so many other iterations that were just so much more badass. Even the Dark Shadows one that Johnny Depp played for Tim Burton was still better than the Twilight vampires. Anything was better than that. <laughs> it's just everything was a better love story than Twilight. I mean. Just the vampires themselves, they were just, I mean, they were basically fairies. Come on now. It was just, it didn't make any sense to me. And that whole, like, oh, she's so, like, he's so attracted to her. Like, that's how you get into abusive relationships, kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? But you know what wasn't an abusive relationship? What? Jack and Sally. From oh, Nightmare of course Before Christmas. not. They were just meant to be. Both knew what it was like to. To be alone. Be alone. Be on the outside of things because I mean everyone I mean everybody loved Jack all the witches all the ghouls goblins, everybody, vampire, everyone yeah. everybody loved Jack the skeleton the pumpkin king himself but no one quite understood what he actually felt like because they didn't love him love him they they liked how scary him. he was yes, they, they respected him they him. idolized yeah. him he was like a god to them in a sense but <laughs> um but yeah but I mean no one actually like really knew him no because at the end of the day you know he was still a lonely little skeleton the only one who accompanied him was the adorable ghosty dog zero Zero. of course and i think i of that i always liked how she watched him from afar because she wasn't creepy about it (laughs) not like angel (laughs) (laughs) yeah or Jeanette. but she did things to help him you know 
Like, she yeah, worried she, uh, about him. She wanted him to, everything to come out good for him. She sent him up with supplies at the beginning. She even, well, after they had talked to each other, she made him his Santa outfit. Even though she had that bad feeling. She had that bad feeling. She, she had that bad omen it, yeah. of it. And she kept trying to tell Jack, like, you know, for your safety, I don't want you to do this because you might get hurt. But but I'm still going to help you out. No, but, but no, because Jack knew everything. And then he gets shot down by the U.S. military. But of course, I think when he finally, I mean, there, there was never, what, what's weird about Nightmare for Christmas is you have this couple, and they're not the main focus of the actual movie, right? But no, it's like, in what moment did he finally realize that it was Sally that, you know. That he actually loved? Yeah. I think it was just towards the end, after he was finishing up uh, from helping out Santa with that fight against the... Because he Boogie goes man. to rescue her, yes, eventually. Because he, yeah. recu- he rescues both of them, because Sally was in trouble too. Um, and he has that big old brawl with Boogie. And yeah. That I guess at some point, just after that that saving, it's like, oh yeah, you're the one I should have been with. It's like, this yeah, is like all it I was need. super cute. That whole ending is just so beautiful. <laughs> when they go so up hurting. towards the snow. Oh. What's this? What's this? Not that part. <laughs> Very end, we all know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, you know? Santa brings snow to hell to the folks of the, the Halloween, Halloween town. Yeah, um, it was just so pretty, and that was actually one of those like depictions where it was like it was so innocent, but you believe it. <laughs> yeah, like you want them to be together. I mean, well, some of the other people you might have wanted together too would have been like uh, Han, uh, Han and Leia from Star Wars. Everybody wanted them together, of course. And they did get together, technically. And then, uh, oh, yeah, but like, the last movie, they're finally like, hey. I love you. I know. I know. <laughs> so that was. Like, damn, someone's been telling themselves. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, goddamn, Han. Well, Han has a lot of self, uh, he knows his self-worth. Yeah. <laughs> he knows his own thing that is going on on there. But, um. Well, he almost just knew he was way cooler than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he liked to show it, regardless. Yeah. But I mean, another matter. one that almost happened with Leia. Oh my I God, mean, no, Luke and Leia, no. I mean, before they found out that they were brother and sister, that she was, almost got together with them just to spite Han. That was the funniest thing. Can you imagine that? They were on Endor. They're in the little village and all the Ewoks and stuff. She strips up, makes sure Han's watching, goes in and plants that big old kiss with Luke, and then she walks off. I mean. There's so much of there <laughs> that was about to happen until they actually find out. Oh wait a minute, we are brother and sister. This should not. <laughs> this should not be happening. That is like, why? So this is the thing with that first movie is just they didn't. I don't know if they were aware that they probably were not planning to make more. <laughs> Maybe, but I mean, I mean the same thing kind of happened with like Back to the Future too. So yeah, I mean, but Back to the Future, uh, the thing with that one is uh, they almost didn't produce it because the producers didn't feel comfortable with um, with the main protagonist and his mom almost having a thing going oh, his on. His mom was really into him. It was like, damn lady, <laughs> that's your son. There was that one, there was that one syndrome that, uh, that uh, Doc Brown had said. I forgot what it was called. Which one? Where the, the nurse falls in love with her patient or something. Mm. I don't know. 
Yeah, I know like what that. you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, he had put he had mentioned that when they were in the high school because like all of a sudden his mom has the hots for him now and so like what? He's the cool kid in town. Yeah. He was Calvin Klein. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so it kind of became something like that. Where so like what? Like yeah, this should not be because well, we all know that they're that's his mom, obviously. With the first Star Wars, unless you knew the whole story already, you didn't know that that was, you know, that, was, that kind of stuff brother was happening. and sister. Huh? No, yeah, you just didn't know that that kind of stuff was happening no. on it. And then you finally get to that, and it's like, oh, 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 and you guys been French kissing this whole time. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's like, uh, that's just not good. And yeah, uh, you guys must be really close, huh? I mean, even when uh, Lorraine kissed Marty, she uh, instantly, she had that feeling like, I don't know, but when I kiss you, it's like it's like kissing my brother or something. It's like, yeah, so are you having that kind of He's relationship like, like too? Kissing You're kissing your siblings. <laughs> but I mean, with the sibling love, I mean, you had the Lannister siblings. So. Yeah, that was something <laughs> else. Like they loved each other a little too much. Like but too much there, Jamie and uh, Cersei Lannister. Ugh. I mean, I can't really fault her. Jamie was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're not. You're also not his sister. <laughs> oh, of course not. Thank God. <laughs> shame. Hey, <laughs> I, I don't have to feel shame for liking Jamie. All right. Shame. <laughs> what was a shame was what they did to Jamie and Brienne. I was like, what? That's uh, that's just total like hit it and quit it situation. He booked it out of there. But after. he was like, I was like, dude, really? Like you just destroyed poor Brienne. There's so much going on right there. It's like, there. what did you reduce her character to? Like, seriously? She was always such a stoic person in she her own right. She was a badass knight. And then all of a sudden, you're just going to leave her there crying in the middle of the night and, like, blankets because you just had sex with her and now you're leaving her. Like, dude, no. He pulled uh, Barney Stinson there. <laughs> Dear resident. <laughs> <laughs> I can only see you on the an anniversary of my death. I am a ghost. <laughs> That was, uh, no. It's just Game of Thrones as, as a whole was a giant. There's all kinds of messed up couples up in that one. So oh, I mean, of course, like John and Daenerys. Yeah, John and Daenerys, which they're tec- technically what? Aunt and nephew, nephew right? Yes. See, so that was messed up. John is her brother's son, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? And then, of course, you figure it out. At the very end, <laughs> after they're already doing it. After they're, like, doing it, and freaking, what's his name? Um, the Bran. Yeah, Bran's yeah. just like, we have to tell him who he is, and you're like, fuck. Freaking, uh, <laughs> his poor friend's like, um, John, I don't know how to tell you this, bud, but uh, uh, that's you're your actually, aunt. that's your aunt, and you just fucked her? Uh, so that's technically some incest y'all was you, doing. You've been sleeping with your aunt this whole time, dude. Like, what? <laughs> they got so lovey-dovey until after they after he oh finds out. God, yeah. Then he's like, uh, yeah, so no, see Daenerys. No, because then he was it. like, uh, I kind of don't want you anymore. <laughs> so, like, at that point, I was like, I mean, all right, so it's kind of weird because you're like, either, cool, he figured out what happened, and he's, like, trying to separate it now, or it's like, bro, I mean, you've already done did it. So it's like, at this but point, what's see, the point? See, you got to think about it. Like, to Daenerys, it was probably normal because Targaryens were doing the same thing that the Lannisters were doing. They were all, you know, within each other. incest in there all the time. Trying to keep the bloodline pure. But maybe not up in the north where John grew up. He's all like, uh, yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> He's like, we don't do that here. Because <laughs> if they could, I mean, he could have gone with either, like, uh, freaking uh, Sansa. Oh, no. Those are his sisters, man. Well, not really, but. 
<laughs> technically not. I mean, because he was a bastard from the beginning. No, yeah. Yeah, because it was a. Yeah, because his dad was the uh, Targaryen, but his mother was Stark, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, no, no, no. They don't do that up in the north. That's why I think when he finally, Sam was like, hey, you're, you're a Targaryen. He's like, what? Like, please stop fucking your aunt. But then at that point, it's like, all right, you're a Targaryen, so it's all normal now. It's the same shit. But he never wanted her again. No, he didn't. He didn't. Because like, he, he, he grew up a different way. He didn't grow up a Targaryen. Really got, like, he grew yes, up a Stark. He, he remained loyal to her because he did still love her, but he... He just, just didn't go for any of the romantic stuff. No, he couldn't, he couldn't really One of the things that again. he did, was what he was romantic with, was Ingrid from Igri. The Wildlings. Igri. Igri. Oh, my God. That girl was so pretty. <laughs> You know, and that was so stuff. sad. It was like, fuck you, Ollie. God damn it. <laughs> that was probably, I think, one of his <laughs> more successful relationships was that was with her. Oh, she did say she was going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that ended well. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, yeah, and then off screen, too. I mean, they're an act- they were an actual couple. Oh, yeah, they, they're, they're married, yeah. Yeah. Lucky her. I wonder what it's like for... To, to be married to the king of the north? Yeah, like, does she, like, brush his hair out every day? Like... <laughs> no, they had people for that. It was a king, remember? Like, who is people. setting his curls at night? Please, somebody somebody find me an answer for that. Imagine if they make a coup behind the behind the scenes. We're like, all right, hold on, get over here. We got we to gotta put your curls in. <laughs> and we got to fix your hair. Got to make sure you look presentable, your majesty. <laughs> God, that's so funny. I mean, I think part of... You know, that actor's going to try. He's always going to be Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah. It's like Harry Potter. You see him in everything else, and you're like, oh, cool. That's, That's Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> but it's the same thing's true. Like, uh, so if you ever watch Superbad, the, uh, I think his name is Christopher. Uh, I forget his last name. But the guy who plays Mac McLovin. Yeah. McLovin. He absolutely hates it when anyone calls him McLovin. That's his number one pet peeve. That's like the stupidest character to be remembered for. McLovin. <laughs> McLovin. Yeah, because um, at the bar that my dad works, uh, his band played there one time. So my dad got to talk to him. Luckily, he didn't call him the name or anything. Oh, wow. But he, he actually broke it, it down for him. He's like, thanks for keeping everything cool around here. But yeah, because I just really hate it when people call me McLovin. It's like, damn. <laughs> Maybe he was being sarcastic. I don't no, know. No, he straight up. Oh, doesn't wow. like it because then uh, he almost went off on a guy because someone actually went up to him shouting, McLovin! Well, you gotta remember, you know, yes, it's annoying to be remembered for just that one thing. The one stupid role. <laughs> yeah, like, you, that's really bad. Like, you know, yes, you gotta remember that they're actors. They're gonna do other things. <laughs> there are some iconic roles that it's very hard to get away from, but, I mean, sometimes I think that's one of those things where you just have to, like, know that so if you ever do see them in real life, real know person. their real name, yeah. address them as such, because they might go batshit crazy on you <laughs> if you call them <laughs> by the character. But I mean, uh, at least when you're thinking of it, yes, every time I see Kit Harrington, I'll always think of Jon Snow, but I'm still going to enjoy whatever the fuck he's doing now, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, but of like course. With, but like with the, mo- with the money like that Daniel Radcliffe made from the Harry Potter movies, he doesn't have to work. Anything he's been on afterwards, he does oh, it for he fun. He loves to do those weird little kooky movies, you know? He like, does all that shit him. for fun. Yeah, because let him. he doesn't have to work anymore from all the money he got from Harry Potter. No, let him do whatever he wants. The like. same I think is true for uh, Emma Watson. 
Now she does her all her own shit, all her own shit too. She does some acting here and there, but she has her own um different agendas that she does as well. Well, of course, but again, it's don't just typecast them. <laughs> yeah. Like well, it's okay was, to think it in your she brain. Had a good don't role be calling in, uh, them Harry Potter Noah? forever. Who? That and the movie Noah. Oh yeah, she was with Russell Crowe. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That was a good role in there. She's been a, she's been in a lot of movies. The, and the mainstream circle. movies too, not yeah. just. I just the w- the weird shit like Daniel Radcliffe really does, well, like I but said, he, he does that for fun. He, wants, he yeah. just does for fun. It's like whatever. Like in uh, that movie, Now You See Me Part Two, he was in that one. Um, um, he's in Horns too. He's in Horns. I liked Horns. Horns is actually pretty good. I really. A lot of people one. didn't like it. They were really put off by that whole twist. I liked it. I, I think that's know. why I liked it because of that <laughs> twist. Um, then there was the Woman in Black. I really liked that movie. I and just he had an American accent. Funny that story. Me, that threw me for a loop. Funny story in that is I actually went to go see that, I think, for Valentine's Day, like, a few years back when I it first came horns. out. <laughs> no, it was... But it was the lady in I black? I think the, la- the woman in black woman came in out black. around, like, the end of... February or something? January, I January. think. January? Yeah. Okay. So I just remember going to go see that. I was like, all right, don't be romantic, and my husband was scared. <laughs> I uh, see. That was another one where, like, it's one of those like mystery movies that really throws you for a loop with like a surprise ending. And it's, like, I, really I really liked, liked it. it. I I know a lot of people are like, oh, it was so predictable, but I liked it. It was really well done. That yeah. whole scene where they're just in the house and you just see the house and there's nothing behind the house. Like, yeah, to so me, it was scary. something good. Huh? But I liked it. Yeah, to me, it was something oh, it was good. good right yeah, there. I liked it. I think we've got maybe time for just one more couple. Give me a doozy here. Who would you want to talk about? I don't know. I don't know. Do you want your pick? Um, let's go with something a little bit, uh, also a bit more modern. From like I know I had mentioned it earlier, but let's go with one of them from The Big Bang Theory. Oh, give me something from there. You want to go with uh, see, let let's talk about Leonard and Penny. So let's let's run through them real quick. Uh, Sheldon and Amy, they kind of in a in a way they make sense together. Yes, they we're work, good there. Yes. Howard and Bernadette. Makes sense, still. Normal-ish yeah. dynamic that they have. They got together. They were the longest couple together on the show. They had the, the fam- first one with the family. Still probably the healthiest relationship. So. Even with all the... Even with all the weird shit. Uh, faults yes. and everything yeah. that's in there. Then you come down to Leonard, Leonard and Penny. Penny. Which, I mean, again, like with Ted and with a lot of his relationships... That was like a bad one from the beginning because they were just they're polar opposite again. One thing's they're polar opposites. They do end up getting together, but like Penny mentions in one of the later episodes, is that he wore her down. See, like they're again instead of bringing out the best in each other, like opposites can work, right? Like yeah. opposites can work when they bring out the best in each other. They were this just is not the case. Like, <laughs> There's a lot of bickering going down. on. She never really got into the whole geeky nerdiness that was them. She was kind of just there because she liked hanging out with them, and she always got free food and free Wi-Fi, <laughs> and free Wi-Fi, free cable, <laughs> free everything. Actually, she would always yeah, she because back she manipulated the, cable, the boys into all these things. Like then when her friend came over, or that one hot chick from the from who lived one floor above them, then she was doing it. It's like, what? Like, all right, bitch. She's like, no, but you These go. are my nerds. Hold on <laughs> They're now. mine. <laughs> but I just, I think for them, it was like, instead of making each other better, they made each other worse. And then, like, towards the end of the series, I mean, you, I kind of liked Leonard at the beginning. And then as it got towards the end, I'm like, 
bro. Just shut the hell up. You're it was like bitch. it was like Ross. You were just like you were the most annoying character on this whole fucking show. Like seriously, seriously. Like give me more Rush because you're probably now. Like you're like, I mean you're you're done here. Like no, dude, you just <coughs> no. And with just... Rush, he did have some good growth because, I mean yes, he was he was a very um spoiled little rich kid because he was always living off his dad's money because his dad was a. Uh, was a really renowned uh, gynecologist back in India. Raj, yes, because at first he couldn't even talk to girls. He couldn't even talk to women. He always had a fear of like women. He couldn't talk to them in one-on-one situations. Then, as you go a little further in, if he had alcohol in his system, he could talk. He yeah. could talk, and everything was cool. And then eventually, it got to the point where he was actually able to have normal conversations with the women. And I mean, he actually got to have, like, normal relationships, too. I mean, kind of. <laughs> but... Because the first one, I think, was just as messed up uh, emotionally as he was. It was that one girl, I think her name was Lucy? Yes. She had anxiety. Funny thing with Lucy, with the Lucy character, that actress was originally supposed to be Amy. Oh, wow. Yeah, I could not see her as Amy. No, especially when we see Maya, uh, Maya Beckham. Uh, not Beckham. Maya... Uh, Maya. Mine Bialik. Bialik, yeah. From Blossom, everybody. Yes, Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she just sit, fits that role so perfectly, and she actually does have a real degree in neuroscience. Yeah, she's actually really smart, yeah. She actually has her doctorates in neuroscience, which is pretty amazing. So that helped make everything like more factually correct in the show. But, I mean, yeah, so those Lucy, and she always, whenever they went on a date into a public area, she would escape through the back, yeah, through like the <laughs> through the bathroom window. She would hide and run, yes, like. And then the second one, she got stuck behind like the fence. She ends up calling him, <laughs> like, "Hey, so by the way, I was trying to run." <laughs> no, but I'm talking more towards like the end of the show. Towards the end, because yeah, because yeah. I mean, after her, um, he got with. Who was it? The girl who plays as Daphne from Switch at Birth, right? Mm, the, I can't remember. Because she played a deaf a deaf role. Yeah, and then there was that girl that liked horror movies. That was Emily. Yes. I liked the Emily, the Emily character. She was nice. Raj kind of got around with it because I mean, for a lot of the stuff he was with, that was fine. Then there was some other chick. I can't remember who was mm. in between before it ended up being that one Indian girl. I can't remember either the name. Wow. <laughs> It was like some friend they had met um, at the comic book store, I think it was. She was blonde. I can't remember her name, though. I can't remember her name. But, I mean, it was funny because all the girls he ended up getting with, they all found their right matches after their relationship. After with him, yeah. I mean, I think, if anything, yes. He was probably the one that was headed towards the most, like, normal stuff. (laughs) Other than Halloween. Uh, Wallowitz uh, and, and Bernadette. Yeah. Everybody else was like, "Wow." Doctor Wall, <laughs> Doctor Wallowitz and uh, oh, astronaut yes, Wallowitz. Yes. <laughs> I mean, at least he got something because I mean, if also it's just like Doctor and Mister Wallowitz. <laughs> so hilarious. at least he got something. He became an astronaut, so at least he got a little something out of it. Because everyone else had their doctorates besides. Uh, yeah, that was always the joke. He just has his. His master's, right? He just yeah. had his master's in engineering. He went to, I think, MIT? MIT, yeah. Uh, Leonard had went to Princeton, I believe. I don't remember now. I think it was Princeton. And, uh, <laughs> and um, Sheldon always made fun of the fact that he went to Princeton, that it was like such like a baby school in comparison. 
Like, all right, I think Sheldon. he went to Cal. I think, uh, I think he went to Caltech. Uh, Sheldon. So I can't remember honestly now. I can't. I'm drawing a blank on when that was. I know they all work at Caltech. <laughs> yeah, they all work for Caltech. Yeah. I think that's. Who knows? Uh, who knows? Well, that about does it for our special Valentine's Day episode, everyone. Hope you had uh, fun with this one. Uh, as different holidays come around, we'll try to do our different own themed yes. episodes to go along with them, aside from our normal weekly episodes. So hopefully you all enjoyed our Valentine's Day special. Have a nice night. I'm Dion. And I'm Yessie. And we are Geeks, Geeks Coven. Coven.